0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Vendo Velocity. I am joined today by Jennifer Caba, who leads our content marketing team in-house. Super excited to have Jen on the podcast with us today. She's one of the uh, longest tenured Vendo employees and comes with a wealth of knowledge in the content marketing world. Um, And I'll let her further introduce herself just to go into what we'll be diving into today and really what her department does here at Vendo. Jen.
1: Great to have you on. Hi, nice to be here. So I'm Jen Kava, and my department is uh, content marketing. So I'm the director of content marketing and we have a team of writers with a really important role. Um, And that's because we not only get to decide what product messaging is most important for listing conversion on Amazon, but we also set up the framework of how and where everything goes. So if something important should go in an infographic, like number one, should it go on number five? Should it be in videos and bullets and the A-plus content? So that's like a really amazing thing to get to do. And the fun part is that we get to work with our design team who are the experts on making our words come to life. So um, they add in the design and images and they put in even more finishing touches on so that the shopper can really relate to you know, that product and the brand for that matter. So it's always fun to see the final product, especially when it's two departments working together to kind of create one final,
0: final project. So. Absolutely. Fun. And I think that ultimately, that's why your department, gen is so successful at what you do is because everything is so intertwined. So looking at content marketing and creative, of course, the words on the page wouldn't be able to come to life without the creative aspect. And the creative aspect would definitely not be able to come to life without the content marketing piece and everything that goes on in the back end. But also, from a strategic standpoint, the account strategists work very closely with Jen and her team on different types of keyword research and data analysis to then see after Jen and her team have gone through and optimized these listings, what does the data show in terms of lifts and click-through rate, conversion rate, etc. So it all comes together, and that's why at Vendo, we are a team of specialists um, that ultimately will all partner on your brand, and you'll typically have 10 to 15 uh, people working on your brand. But enough of that for now. What we're going to be talking about today is A-plus content. So, Jen, let's dive into it. Let's just go into A-plus content as a whole. What do we think? Are most um, brands that come to us, like, been there, done that, not too much to learn, we already have this down pat, or what are your thoughts overall on optimizing A-plus?
1: Well, I think, first of all, it's really important at this this time of year especially because we have some events coming up so we've got the another prime members event we've got the prime big deal days coming up uh, in october and then we have the holiday season soon to follow so um, even without like looking just at a plus it's really a good time to review all of your existing content and just like make sure every single thing is optimized and that's really because we have only a few seconds to grab the customer's attention And so, and if we have, if we even get a few minutes, that's like amazing. And so, we just don't know if they're going to land on the infographics and the bullets or the A plus, and especially on mobile because sometimes it appears in different order. So, the A plus is something that's um, that's really evolved over the last year to give us extra functionality. And so, that's one reason why I really wanted to dive into A plus today. Um, and talk about like all of like the evolution and everything that's that's new with it so um basically one one thing that's new is the brand story which a lot of brands actually don't have up for some reason so that's going to be really important not only because it's in a very great spot as far as real estate but also because you need that to become eligible for a plus premium so um, that's one thing that we'll talk about later is that we should talk about later is basically how to become eligible. But, um, but yeah, so um, we have that. And then I also thought that we can talk about some t- tips and tricks as far as like getting your A plus premium in top-notch shape. And, um, and yeah, we're gonna look at this kind of from like a writing perspective because that's kind of like my apartment. And so I know if we talked about design elements, that would be a whole nother
0: Vendo Velocity. So we're going to stick to that focus. Absolutely. And what Jen is saying, just on brand story, it seems like Amazon just kind of released that at one point last year, or maybe it's been over a year now that that's been live, but there wasn't too much buzz about it at first. And then once Um, you needed brand story to unlock premium a plus that's when it seemed like a lot of different brands started to pay attention to it. So like Jen said, brand story additionally could be a whole other topic of uh, vendor velocity and just how to optimize that, but Mm is extremely important that all parts of the detail page are optimized so that you're maximizing that time spent on the page. As Jen said, you have a very limited amount of time to capture the consumer's attention But we also know that time on page is part of the algorithm in which you'd get credit for as a seller. So you really want to extend that time on page as much as possible so that your listings can be um, bumped up within Amazon's algorithm. But just going into some of the intricacies here, Jen sort of alluded to it on basic A-plus and premium A-plus. Jen, what would you say are the main benefits of A-plus premium versus the basic version?
1: Okay yeah so i I'd, I'd say first of all a plus the basic a plus has always given us additional real estate to kind of provide some more details about the product or the brand messaging that we don't didn't have room for maybe in the bullets or the video or elsewhere so um, and the basic a plus is you can do that through static images so um with A Plus Premium, you have a really exciting like, whole interactive dimension. And that's made up of first, like we talked about the brand story, which is technically part of the A Plus content. Um, and that's a carousel that and we can also link to products or the brand store there and then to the actual A Plus Premium section. And so with, what Amazon has added is that they allow us to bring in multiple videos, also a carousel and the carousel will have. Um, now you can use navigational tool tabs, or even um, like a next kind of like scroll through it with next arrows. Um, we also have interactive hotspot hover points, which are really awesome to use. Um, and then we we do have different options for comparison charts and q and A Q&A module where you can click to drop down the to drop down the question and answer. So so it's really great when you have a product that has. Especially for, actually, I like it for products that have even too many details because this all of these features make it so that you can eat, just make everything easily digestible. So the customer's not just getting hit with like tons of text. So it's really like a great benefit. And probably, I mean, numbers wise, the biggest benefit is that Amazon says your sales lift from adding just basic premium, uh, sorry, basic A+ will give you an average of five point a five point six lift where and that's if you didn't have any kind of A plus at all in your product, but if you were starting from scratch and you added A plus premium, they they have that as a 20% sales lift. So that's pretty
0: huge. Like that's a big number. Um, is pretty uh, enormous. And I think going back to what you were saying, Jen, just about the level of information that you're able to have in A-plus premium, I think when we first get brands, um, one of the issues that we see is that they're trying to pack so much information within the infographics, right? And it can get so cluttered in a way or like their bullet points are just extremely keyword stuffed, which don't even get Jen started on that. She could tell you a lot about how, you know, the readability of those bullets is important as well as the keyword research. Um, But just looking at the infographics, yes, that's going to be a high priority because of that's one of the first things that the Um, consumer is going to see. But at the same time, they're always looking for that additional information. Um, So you don't need to just pack your infographics, create a bunch of clutter top of page where you'll lose that consumer. Um, You really just want to nail those top key points within those infographics and then use that A plus to really uh, tell the story a little bit better and go through some of those additional features and such. So Jen, anything else as far as some of those key benefits or should we, should we move on to, okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> I more, to say. <laughs> um, so being a writer, I'm all about the details. So yeah, there's definitely some more details, but back to what you were saying though, I just want to say like mobile friendly is basically yes. our huge motto. <laughs> Everything we do, it has to be mobile friendly. So yes. Um, Decluttering is a really good place to start, and all that information can be yes added into in a very readable way into the A plus. But um, I'd say some some different some different features between basic and premium. Well, first of all, it says on Amazon that you can create seven modules for for both of them, but we we found that that was for basic that it was definitely more depending on the category and in many cases we were only allowed to create five even though there was a slot for seven and I'd say for premium we've generally found that we are able to get the seven modules to go through so that's a weird thing like on the back end it would show oh yeah you have room for seven and then you try to go to submit it and it wouldn't go through so that's one thing that I like is that if I want to use seven modules I can, Um, but I would say that we don't always use all seven modules, and that's because, like we said, the carousel and hover points, video, it allows you to present that information in a different way. And so, if you pack it through with like all seven modules, sometimes you kind of get to that point of like diminishing returns because it's just too much. So. Um, if we take advantage of those interactive features, we usually do have around five modules, at least the ones that we create, and then a comparison chart, depending on the the product and its category, and if that's useful or not. So, um, but also as far as layouts, um, I know I said I was just going to focus on writing. <laughs> there is a difference there, and that and that does like kind of switch up your choices. But for basic, you have. 14 module layouts versus 19 choices for A plus premium. And again, like we mentioned, um, we have like, that includes like the hover points of video, the Q and A carousel. And then lastly, again, um, not,
0: not writing
1: focused, but uh, with premium, you can get
0: larger image sizes, so. Absolutely. So it almost seems like a no brainer, right, Jen? And especially now because it is free. So let's go into that. (laughs) Technically right now it is free if you're a Seller Central brand. On the Vendor Central side, um, it is not, but that doesn't mean to say you can't go and open a Seller Central account um, if that has higher contribution and then publish through Seller Central. But that's just a small little hack there. Jen, what is going to happen? Have we heard anything? Is this Do you think it's going to be free forever? Like, should brands run and jump on this now? Because this seems like something that needs to be unlocked across the board or brands are leaving a lot of money on the table. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes,
1: run and jump and go for it. Absolutely. So the good news is that it used to be like a huge mystery of what would happen when the promotional period ended. But now they actually have written out on their on the back end of Seller Central, and they say that at the conclusion of the promotional period, uh, you will like you will be able to keep your A plus premium anything that you created, and at, at no charge. And they say they they may charge you if you add additional content for ASINs and they say that you if you need to update that information that module that's a, that's a premium module that you will have to replace it with basic but um, i mean that's that's the bad news i guess but the good news is that anytime that amazon doesn't make something a mystery that i think that's when they actually write it out in black and white that makes me extremely happy because they weren't saying that for a really long time and they haven't indicated that this promotional time frame will end anytime soon. And if you think about it, that they're getting a 20% lift on product sales, then that's more money for Amazon. And hopefully that is incentive for them to keep that promotional period uh, like rolling on. So, so we'll see, I don't, I, I do think um, that gives us, you know, incentive to like to run and keep up our, our crunch. And, and we're, we're basically, we try to crank out as much a plus premium, you know, as like at, at the same time, like good quality, but as quickly as
0: possible. So, so yeah. Absolutely. And, and just taking a step back here on the vendor central side, this is like a $300,000 investment. Yes. So of course, a lot of sellers are probably not going to be able to pay that you have to be invite only for vendor central now. And all we know is that on the vendor central side, you know, vine credits cost more as well. There's other programs that cost more. So we don't think that it's going to be 300k because you're going to push a lot of people out of the market there. But If the cost is there, I think one of the things that we've talked about Amazon needing to do is really start to develop the data around that lift. I know they throw out this 20% number, and you Mm. could test premium, uh, you could test A-plus content and manage your experiments, but really having a lot more precise data points around, okay, which parts are maybe working better within the A-plus? How are you testing these modules? Because I think, Jen, it's going to get really difficult for brands to be buying into this program and like choosing to spend on it over maybe like an advertising or marketing initiative. If there's not that directly attributable ROAS metric that they can now put on investing in a in a program like this. What do you think on yes. that? I completely
1: agree. And that's a really good point. It's vendor central right now. I I wouldn't recommend cash <laughs> pay. <out that laughs> more. It's just we, we yeah. don't know. And even the 20% I do think that you need to you know, optimize every single part of that basic premium, like optimize every option that they give you, especially the video, um, because they do say putting a video on your listing is a 10% lift. So if 10% out of the 20 is the video, well, yeah. So, so it, in
0: order to pay that much money, we would definitely have to have more data points, so And one of the things that I love you always saying, Jen, is on some of our brand calls video from a copy or content marketing standpoint. I don't think some people realize how important it is to add copy to videos. Um, A lot of brands will just say, here's your video. Look, it looks visually compelling. This looks Mm -hmm. great. What would you say to a brand that has the philosophy? Why is it important? Well,
1: I'd say, I'd say first, I, I, I don't know about about you but like I see people scanning their phones in line at like while yeah. they're shopping waiting to cash out um, or waiting for the cashier and so basically they're not gonna have sound on and yeah. there's gonna be so maybe they're at work and they shouldn't be shopping <laughs> one day um, there's yeah. so many situations <laughs> where it's inappropriate to have
0: yep.
1: mu- like voices or or whatnot happening on the video so That's going to be the one thing that it's going to make call outs really important. So yeah, I would say there's, there's that. And then a lot of you really have to think about what kind of video you want to use in what area of Amazon. So if you're using it for advertising, you want to make sure that your video makes a punch way, way sooner. If it's Mm -hmm. a video in the A plus premium, then you may have some more time because they're exploring your product. And maybe um, if, like, if you had UGC, that's great because they can get more information, but you still want to add in some, some benefits and selling points. Because if they're taking the time to watch the video, they probably don't know much about your brand or they're trying to figure out, does this brand, as, do I relate to this brand? Do I relate to this product? Is this product... Not just something like uh, like that came from overseas and somebody slapped a label on it. So we really want to create that brand related relatability and definitely uh, like it's a good thing to kind of like review your video and make sure that just the benefits and why this product solves a pain point is going to be really obvious. So yeah, I think a video especially thinking about the video of and what part of the Amazon listing is going to be really important. And, and yeah, this in the A plus premium, it's amazing that we can put a video there and it really makes a splash and it really makes the A plus premium look very interactive. So it's, it's I like really- how you, uh,
0: you circle back there to A plus premium. That's what you always get with Jen is, you know, we're going to focus on this topic, but we're going to go over so much more, but that's why we need you on here more often, Jen. We're having you back um, <laughs> I'm already calling it, but no, those, those are all great, great points um, regarding Mm -hmm. video and how that plays not only into a plus, but even touching a little bit on the ad side. Um, So let's talk about this a little bit more um, because I think now you, you know, it's free, but you have to qualify. How do you become eligible? And like, is, are there maybe any unlocks to doing that? Well,
1: first of all, just for any a plus, whether it be basic or premium, you need to be a brand owner in brand registry for all of the ASINs. And then, um, and so that's just like a basic requirement. But then for A plus premium, you also have to have a brand story published across all of your ASINs. So I think this is kind of a sign of how much Amazon really values this brand story capability that they added because they're saying, like, hey, you you publish a brand story across all of your ASINs and then we'll give you access to A plus premium. So, and it's really a win win because the brand story is right at the top of A plus and just below the fold. And it's, it's right there. It's, it's what you hit before you, before you even get to the A plus premium section technically, even though, I mean, it is technically all together, but, so that's the first uh, requirement is that, you should have a brand story on all of your ASINs. And then second, you should have at least 15 project submissions that have been approved and published over the past 12 months. So if it's me, um, and I when I first read this, I thought, oh, if I don't have 15 ASINs, oh, too bad. I'm not gonna be able to do A plus premium because I only have, maybe I have a brand that only has three products. So, so yeah, I think... Um, I we found a way to get around this, and I'm gonna ask you to explain this because I always just say, "Hey, Delaney, can you help me get <laughs> access?"
0: And then, oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's a, that's a great point, Jen. I think that's what everyone initially thought, and a lot of brands still think that. Well, maybe I only sell four products. How can I potentially unlock 15? Do I just need to go and upload a bunch of different products that just sit in my managed inventory section that don't sell, but I have premium A plus for? No, you don't have to do that. Um, two workarounds for this specifically. One is that you can duplicate your existing A plus content multiple times. So you could take your basic A plus content, just simply duplicate that and make very, very minor changes to the content, but ultimately never publish that content. And now Amazon is going to count this as a new submission for your A plus that will count as 15 so technically you can go and do this in a day, make some minor tweaks um, because it doesn't need to be published and you can get that unlocked in a very um, consolidated timeframe there because we've heard and we've tried ourselves for multiple brands and almost all of our brands now have uh, that premium premium A plus content unlocked. But instead of a monthly basis in which they, Amazon is saying that they evaluate this requirement, we're seeing it happen weekly or sometimes even shorter than weekly. And then the second one is to create a few A-B test experiments with manager your experiments. And then at the same time, make those um, very minor modifications. And it's not like net new a content. Um, it will get approved almost instantly there. And that's creating uh, manager experiments with existing a content. So Jen, great segue, of course. This is a huge thing, right? Because now Ooh. all brands can technically qualify as long as they have the brand story, like you said, which will be a little bit of a lift.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's one thing. If, and just in case you read, you know, on Seller Central, it will say that, the, that Amazon is going to reevaluate all <laughs> sellers once a month. But like Delaney said, we've never, I mean, knock on wood, I've never seen it last, right. ever take that long. But it is exactly. pretty exciting when you get the, congratulations we've enrolled you with your brand with access so that's that's a fun thing and that's basically how you get notified Just look look on the back end and you'll have this nice little congratulations
0: banner so <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really good thing to see it makes me very happy so for sure no 100 percent. another controversial topic Jen Okay, this is what a lot of brands will do. They're going to go and do their keyword research. They're going to say, oh my goodness, I found this keyword that just seems like it's going to uh, pop off the charts because search volume is increasing. And then bam, your product gets flagged, your listing gets taken down for months, and you don't realize that it's due to this given keyword. It's almost just as important that from a content marketing standpoint, you you and your team are so buttoned up on the keyword research and understanding what is something that could potentially get flagged? And I know that you're so big on this. So tell us examples, Jen, of what are examples that you think are true when you're definitely going to be flagged for copy? And maybe is there any gray hat space there where you can kind of push the boundaries?
1: Well, actually, I was going to bring this up. I'm so glad that you brought (laughs) it up because the thing is, is that when you're talking about eligibility, I always sit there and wonder, like, why do I have to be qualified just to get (laughs) basic premium. So I was looking um, in preparation for our talk today on the back end, and I actually found an area where it says, you know, you have to have this many submissions. And it says, this is to ensure our guidelines are being adhered to. So I was like, oh, you have a link to the guidelines now, which (laughs) I, I check, I check it all the time. And there is a very nice guidelines that spells everything a lot of things that can get flagged or words that can get flagged or suppressed on the back end which i again i i i know i said this before but anytime i see that amazon actually puts their rules in black and white on their on seller central it makes me extremely happy so yeah i thought that i could go through um i i I have I have the list and I'd say, you know, a lot of them do get flagged and some of them wouldn't get flagged, but you kind of have to be an experienced seller to know that and to kind of have a bunch of experiences where things got taken down. But so I thought I'd go through some of them because it's actually really interesting and I'm just so excited that Let's it's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so basically, the first the first one they have is about referencing awards and endorsements. So that's that's only allowed if you if you have like the date that it was achieved and that it's that it's within that it was not received more than two years ago. So that is a big green check. That's <laughs> absolutely true. We have to, if, if you do say that you won an award, you'll most likely have to submit your documentation and it does need to be within two two years same for certification claims so if you're saying that it was like proven validated tested you you will need to like give who who tested it when when like provide evidence and the year but amazon doesn't say that it has to be within the two years but we've found that it's definitely the case that it the testing should have been done within the last two years, and that's a problem for a lot of our brands because that a lot of expensive testing cannot be done mm-hmm. every two years. So that's usually kind of bad news. Again, we would always try to go through with it and see if we if it doesn't get taken down. But I think that's always the risk: is that you may submit your A plus basic or premium, and um, and it it will go up. And then maybe, you know, three months later, it gets taken down and it's because of, of not adhering to some of these guidelines. So so you have to really think about, you know, what is your sales lift going to be if you provide this kind of information? And and then I would also go back and just say that in the, in the A-plus in general, Amazon is much more picky about guidelines. So there's a lot of these things that we can say in infographics, but we cannot, for whatever reason, say in the A-plus area. And it's really strict, and it's the same for brand. <laughs> the brand store—they're probably equally strict for the brand store wording and and A plus, which it's I, I don't know why, but but if we're trying to get away with something that's
0: more gray, we would do not put it in the A plus content. But no, um- I think that's a really good point, Jen, because I think a lot of brands, even when they get suppressed, they don't think to check their A plus and remove it from there. They think mm-hmm. title bullets, infographics, okay. I don't see anything suppression worthy, but you could have one little word in the A plus content that's causing all of it. Right. Yes. They are so strict. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, even I still even get shocked and nothing really shocks me anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's still, it, every day I'm like, wait, what is happening here? But um, the one thing that is, that I found on the list is environmental claims, which we always knew to be the case. So if you use words like, eco-friendly biodegradable compostable or even recyclable or those symbols in the a plus those will get flagged and i believe that's because there's different you know recycling composting rules Mm -hmm. across the country that probably gets pretty complicated for amazon though they don't actually say that's the reason um but that is that is definitely a green check like that that will get your a plus suppressed and your listing suppressed so definitely and that's i mean that's a really great benefit to a lot of products. So it's kind of, you know, disheartening that we can't use that, but, um, but yeah, that's definitely a thing that I would. What's
0: your number one gray hat? Like, okay, we could test the waters with this. It'll probably work. Or do you just believe, no, let's not test the waters. Everything should be what this guideline says. Uh,
1: I would, I would say, well, it's different in different areas, but for for a plus, yes, you can't say all of these words, but we have we we do have the opportunity to be very creative. So if you say something like planet friendly or or something like that, um, you can definitely get around it with imagery. So that's where I really pull from our design team and start brainstorming how can we get around this. So there's always you can always allude to something that certification claims, that would definitely be my number one. Like I, I would avoid adding those. Um, I, I know that they say as long as it, like you, you state the publication and whatnot, but I mean, you could fight with Amazon for many months on that one. And, and yep. is it worth it? Um, it's I just think it's not
0: worth it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you really have to think about like what risk you are willing to take and, how like what would happen if your listing was down for even a day, like how much revenue would you lose? So so okay. I think that's always like the risk reward kind of analysis. And then if it's worth it because it's so important, then yeah, let's go for it. And we always have a backup, a plus, ready mm-hmm. to go just in case it gets flagged. So there you go. we're always working on numerous versions and we have to
0: be ready if if our plan A did not work. So
1: No, for sure.
0: I feel like Jen, you've given so many tips here that let's just let's just go over any last tips that you might have for our audience here on A plus content, anything content marketing related, et cetera.
1: Yeah, um, well, first of all, I would say um maybe just like the order that I would start tackling A plus premium. So first of all, you know that you have to have that brand story ready to in order to be eligible. So I would first start working on that and I would just like to say my love for the brand story. Um, (laughs) There's so many different things. So I know they, Amazon calls it the brand story and therefore um, like, that's what you kind of feel like, Oh, I'll just put my mission in and I'll put maybe, you know, a little bit about how we got started, but there's basically just so many things that you can do in this section. So there You can connect your products and do cross promos and you can click through and shop on the brand store and also shop directly on the ASIN. And the one tip for that is that in each brand story module, you need to have four products in order for it to click through. And uh, we usually do put, you can, you can go through your categories and label them and give them a better idea. So you kind of have like a little look at all of our project prod, products shopping module there. Also, we like to take advantage of that area to see if they were featured in different media. Um, and that's always a good thing to know, just to add credibility. Um, if we want to go into more details on ingredients, there's just so many ways to get creative there. And so, um, I really love that. Or even if the brand gives to charities, so there's just numerous options and I would just encourage everybody to really think outside the box there and probably maybe our, my biggest tip in the brand story would be to think about adding. If you, if you have subscribe and save product, um, that's a great place to feature it because, you know um it's just going to be like right there in your face like oh i could get this every month at a discount so that's probably like one of our biggest um like like hacks i guess <laughs> you'd say
0: no, uh, absolutely so basically what i hear from this is jen's coming back to talk about brand story and brand store and that's 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 my biggest conclusion cuz i feel like you've touched on so many different things today jen that it's just blowing my mind in terms of we've literally hit almost every aspect of the the pdp now and what's important that a lot of brands don't count as like this is my basic content that i should have um but no it's seriously jen such a pleasure to have you here thanks everyone (laughs) thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you soon